Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. It is week number nine of the Texas high school football season. Every time I come in here to record this high school podcast, with Garrett Ross, of course, right in the middle of it. I was like, man, week one and two and three, there's forever to go. We're three weeks, three games away from the end of the regular season. And some teams have just a couple of games left based on the off week if they're in odd number districts. But hope you've enjoyed the season so far. Hope you've enjoyed what we put together every week. Again, thanks to Garrett, Jack McKenzie, and our great sponsors. So, we go over the best wins from a week ago and some of the best performances out of especially East and Central Texas and a couple of other notes that I will have for today's show along the way. Last week, Allen, we know who they are, but they haven't been quite who they were. Uh, and no one's expecting the Kyler Murray-type dominance or even uh, when Terry Gamble, who was at Midway, went back to Allen where he was a coordinator and won a state championship. I mean, the expectations because they have... All those students is, is uh, you know, crazy. But at the same time, uh, they have been amazingly good, but not quite where or who they were. But this was a nice win last week when they beat McKinney 31-7. to Decisive win against McKinney. That one jumped out at me. And then also, you know, back early on, we discussed Hutto and their high-flying offense and what they were doing. And then they lost the district opener to Midway. I was at that game. But... It's 52-31 against Temple. Huddle puts themselves back in a position to get into the postseason with three games left to go. And Temple's one and seven. Uh, that's hard to imagine, but they are. And they've had this great run. Scott Stewart, I think his record at one point, like maybe it's 65 now and 30. I saw them against Midway. The defense gives up huge points. They they it's been a tough year, and uh, Scott Stewart didn't forget how to coach football, but that's a one-horse town, and the demands there are huge, kind of like in Longview with John King or Lufkin uh, with Todd Quicken back then in the days of John Outlaw, among other schools. One-horse towns, uh, the demand is not more, but it is maybe more scrutinized. And Temple now at 1-7. and seven. I never thought I would see that day and wish Scott Stewart the best as they try to close out the year. But, man, they're, they're struggling. And most likely, pretty much, they're out of the playoffs at 0-4 in the district. Also, Argyle and Emerson in a heck of a game. Argyle 41-34. They play that crazy non-district schedule. Not crazy. That's what they want to do. But they had a nice win against Emerson. And then, of course, Heritage. Midlothian Heritage is really good. And they beat Ennis in a great game, 38-35. Forney, 21. Lancaster, 20. Lancaster with that non-district schedule uh, from hell, uh, so to speak. And uh, they had the loss to Longview earlier. And now Forney bounces back after the loss, a tight what one score loss to Longview in a classic game against Lancaster. How about this one? No score, none, zero, zippo, nada. Surprised me more than this one did. Chris Cochran and Lindale. Uh, they had that run, what was it, about two or three years ago with Jordan Jenkins at running back, and they're still good. But in that district, when you have Kilgore, Chapel Hill, Lindale, something's got to give. Kilgore right now, uh, they they look to now be the favorite because of this score. Lindale, and I had to double-check this one. Lindale 35 and Chapel Hill 23. Clint Thurman, we'll hear from him in a minute as far as see what he did, uh, carried a team on his back. That doesn't mean other players, the Eagles, did not make plays. But this one kind of stunned me, 35-23. What a huge win for Lindale. Van in center. And we'll have a story about that, the, the quarterback that had to come in and, and help Van 
beat center, the high-flying Rough Riders, 56-36. What a nice win for the Vandals and Jared Moffitt, the head coach there. China Spring in La Vega. Garrett was at that game, 52-49. Uh, Chase, uh, Cash McCollum, quarterback, of course, China Springs won back-to-back state titles. Major Bowden two years ago at quarterback in a different type style. And then McCollum last year, uh, 52-49. This one was all the way down to the wire. McCollum scores on a touchdown run. He also threw for six touchdowns and nearly 400 yards. Junior Thornton did his thing for Conley. So did uh, Bryson Rowland. But China Spring gets the win, 52-49. They have Stephenville coming up this week. And then also Winsboro. And Pottsboro, Pottsboro's really good, but Winsboro popped them pretty good. 52-28, great win for Josh Finney and the Raiders there. And that was another game that kind of just jumped out at me on my plate. Now, a couple of notes in high school football. Uh, Draylon Miller out of Silsby had committed to Texas A&M. This came in late yesterday, has now decommitted from the Aggies. And when I saw his tweet about his letter and thank you coaches and all that with A&M, like I may be wrong because it may have been updated since this time, but like most of Garrett, am I right? Most of everything I saw right after that from LSU fans that, uh, that Draylon Miller, hell of a player uh, at at, uh, Silsby high school now has reopened his commitment. Also, in a game that Franklin won against Troy, not a surprise that Franklin won the game, but uh, R.J. Fulton had six carries. This is not even a part of the Players of the Week, but this is a story that I, I love this story. Six carries, the running back, a sophomore at Franklin, and Franklin, of course, has Jenkins, among others, and, and Mark Fannin. They've won back-to-back state titles. Six carries, 200 yards, and five touchdowns. 63-23, Franklin, okay, the beat goes on. Then I got the story from Walter Commander, and I'd like to show this to you. Um, His brother, Braylon, was raised by their father. He passed away at an early age to cancer. His best friend from high school promised him on his deathbed that he would take care of his boys and raise them the right way, and he has. Great kids. The amazing thing is that the best friends, they are inseparable in many, many ways, uh, like they've been brothers for all of their life. Uh, he doesn't miss a game. The uh, father that took over the young men when their father passed away. Uh, and man, do we need more of that kind of love in our country? Great job with RJ Fulton. Thanks to Walter commander for sharing that story with us. Also back to Hutto. Uh, the quarterback gets a lot of the attention, right? Alex green, the wide receiver at Hutto had 16 catches for 310 yards and six touchdowns. You heard me right. 16 catches, 310 yards, 16 touchdowns in their win against Temple. An incredibly prolific and exciting night for Huddle in the win against Temple. Now, here are the players of the week in both East and also Central Texas. Overall player of the week. This means a little bit of everything. Offense, defense, special teams, all three, but at least two of the three. Colton Miller of Van. 223 yards rushing, three scores, including a couple of critical third down, um, I guess, conversions. Also, the game-sealing touchdown. He also had tackles, two tackles for behind the line of scrimmage and a sack in that 56-36 win against center. I am not one of those. Come back to me, Garrett, if you don't mind for a second. I want to repeat this. I am not everybody wins a ribbon. I can't stand it. Uh, I I just think it makes people soft. I don't want to see everybody wins a ribbon. Okay, we can't have a scoreboard or we can't have scores. That's just me. Um, and I don't like ties. I don't like them. And I've been covering high school football in Texas since November of 1981. And I have been handing out player of the week type things forever. I have an all smoky team in East Texas and forever and then the last 12 years in Central Texas. But you try to tell me how to separate these three offensive performances in their own way out of East Texas, and I couldn't do it. I broke my rule about I don't like ties or everybody wins a ribbon. 
Uh, to Morian Cartwright, sophomore quarterback, St. Augustine, 264 yards passing, three scores, 214 yards rushing, four scores in a one-point win against the Rams of Joaquin. Clint Thurman, I mentioned him, the quarterback at Lindale, 46 carries, 310 yards, four scores, also threw for 39 yards in that upset win against Chapel Hill. And then there's Raylan Williams, the quarterback out of Woodville, Thanks to Ty Robinson for sharing this, their head coach. 291 yards passing, eight touchdown passes in that game. It was a blowout against Huntington. He also scored in a rushing touchdown, but I just could not overlook a young man that threw for eight touchdowns. I don't care what level it might have been or the score. On defense, Antez Jeffrey from Mount Pleasant. 13 tackles, a couple of tackles behind the line of scrimmage, two interceptions, and a six-point win against Nacogdoches. And then Aiden Barrett. He's a quarterback at Bullard, but also, I love this stat line, six punts, averaged 40 yards a punt. Two of them ended up being pinned down inside the 20. He also had passing yards, as you see, and that was a close win against the Bears of Brownsboro, 28-21. Now, to Central Texas, from Centerville, Holly, the senior, both a defensive end and fullback, so you know what? He's tough physical and that's what Centerville does he had six tackles a couple of tackles behind the line of scrimmage a sack 85 yards rushing as a fullback averaged about six yards a carry and four touchdowns in a win against Groveton and then there's Cash McCollum as I mentioned from China Spring 392 yards passing six touchdowns 51 yards rushing including the game winner in the 52-49 win against La Vega Camden Raymond on defense I got this from Cliff Watkins Sent this to me very early in the afternoon on Sunday. 26 tackles. A school record at Glen Rose. Also had a fumble recovery. Caught six passes, including a touchdown. Had a couple of carries on fourth down conversions in a win against Godley. Nice win for Glen Rose, 36-22. And then I saw this game. This young man... His parents have taken him all over the country. Uh, pictures from his father, James, that had been sent. I mean, uh, jo uh, uh, Josh, that had been sent to me. Uh, midway kicker, James Satterfield. Six for six, extra points, okay. A 48, career-long 48-yard field goal. Four touchbacks. He is a weapon for Midway. They're three and five. They won a couple of district games in a row for the first time since 2019 in a 45-21 win against Coppers Cove. They are not, no matter what, afraid to bring him in from anywhere around 50 yards and even maybe a little bit longer than that. So that's what we have there. Those are some of the games, uh, performances, uh, some of the other nuggets in high school football. When we come back, we're going to feature my alma mater, Universal City Randolph. I love that school. I was there for one year as a military brat. I love the Rohawks, and they're about to play their arch rival in Cole High School, the Cougars at Fort Sam Houston State. It is a long-time series, a long-time rivalry. Randolph has dominated it overall. Cole, though, had themselves a nice run against the Rohawks, but Elliott Ortiz and the Rohawks are unbeaten. Cole seems to be getting their act together just in time for this game coming up on Friday. We'll feature Randolph and then Sam Wells. I've known Sam for a long time, coached all throughout East Texas, and he is 7-0, Troop Tigers, playing West Rust this week in what is a great game in Class 3A as well. All of that and more. Also, the Pick'em winner from last week, the best games from this week, uh, for this week and more. This is the Smokey.com Texas High School Football Statewide Podcast. Peter's Ram in Longview is the number one Ram truck dealer in East Texas. Don't miss the biggest deal in Texas. The Ram Half Ton Lone Star. 2.9% for 72 months or get a $9,000 discount. Ram Heavy Duty Trucks. The largest selection this year. And Ram Commercial and Fleet Units are in stock and ready to go to work. The largest selection of new Ram vehicles at Peter's Ram during the Ram Power Days. Online at peterschryslerjeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-size hail and baseball-size hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. 
pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears! TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. My alma mater, I have three high schools that I attended as a military brat. My father was stationed. We were all in Japan. I went to Chofu High School, the Vikings, my freshman year. And then I moved to Yokota Air Force Base when some of the Air Force bases consolidated and then became a Yokota Panther. Had great success there. Really, really competitive district. And then the summer before my senior year, my father was stationed or was sent back by the government, uh, Uncle Sam, to San Antonio. Uh, where my two oldest brothers had gone to Roosevelt, the Rough Riders. Back in the day, my brother, my oldest brother, Robert, actually played against Tommy Kramer, uh, Richard Osborne, and Pat Rocket in, in that great uh, run of the Volunteers back in the early 1970s. So I went to Randolph in 1976. Bob Mickler, the legendary, the late legendary coach who put such an imprint on that program. And Elliot Ortiz is now the head coach. We featured Elliot in that Cole Randolph rivalry before on this show, and he joins us. Unbeaten Rohawks. Elliot, thanks for your time. Was that, and did you think that this team would at this time be where you are right now? Thanks for your time today, by the way. Oh, no, thank you for having me. Um, going into the year, we knew we had to replace a, a lot of key contributors from last year's team, but we felt that if the guys stepped up the way we thought they could, we'd be in position to win the district, you know, 8-0, uh, you know, wasn't on our radar, but I think winning the district was definitely within our reach. Yeah, and your defense has played great. You, you haven't given up a lot of points. I, I know the last couple of weeks has been kind of a grind, but you expect that in that district. Uh, what is it like? And I, I've asked you this before, but for those that don't know, they think if you coach on a high school and there's like, what, one or two in the country on the base, including Cole on the Army base, you on the Air Force base, that oh, you got people coming in all the time, but you lose people too. What's it like to, to meet that challenge? Well, it's, you know, try, trying to plan for the season sometimes can be difficult. You know, you don't know exactly know who you get till August. We had a kid that we thought was going to be a two-way starter. And then in uh, end of July, he's like, hey, we're moving back to Florida. My mm. dad got uh, stationed. Uh, so that's always a, an issue. But at the same time, you know, you get surprises. You know, hey, oh, we just got a kid that moved in that's going to be starting at uh, tackle for us. Um, but I think the main thing about being associated with the military is that the type of character kids that we are able to get um, that move in and out and they just transition so seamlessly uh, to be a part of our team. And and they're used to and I was and like even in now as 64 year old man, change is something that. You know, sometimes it all just depends. Is it quick change or whatever? But they're used to change, right? They're used to that's not really something that they haven't seen before. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They're used to change. They're used to, uh, you know, uh, making decisions on the fly and getting um, <clears throat> into uh, personal friendships and relationships with people 
easily. So it kind of makes for a very cohesive unit and a really tight knit uh, family type environment on our team. You know, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers and you're like, okay, where's he going with this? Uh, in their lifetime have had what three head coaches, Chuck Knoll, uh, Bill Cower, and now Mike Tomlin, who's been there for quite some time. And that's kind of, wow, he's been there for a long time. Three coaches, Randolph, am I right? Bob Mickler, Jimmy Turnbow, Pete Westman, Elliot Ortiz. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, sir. We've, uh, I am the fourth one. Yeah. So since, it's, uh, since the early 1960s, four head coaches and all of them, Jimmy, Jimmy was a longtime assistant with coach Mickler, but I mean, that stability, how much does that help in your opinion? Well, I think it's uh, great because to, you get to learn the community, the uh, environment, and then kind of, because I was, I went to school here and I yep. was on staff here for 10 years before I became the head coach. So kind of knowing what you're getting involved in um, is a huge key factor. Like Coach West was an alum and he was here for so long as well. Yeah, Pete, I, I he played linebacker my senior year. I was a defensive end and we both were guards on the team. And then, of course, he was a junior at the time and I was a senior that walked through the front door. If I say or when I say or what is still, even though he's been gone for far too long, but the impact he had, the fingerprint, and, and how he molded Randolph Rohawk football and the tradition, what does Bob Mickler's name mean to you? It's just It just means the Rohawk standard. You know, there's a standard that's expected with our football program, and Bob Mickler set that standard. And to to talk to, you know, I'm not as old, and I didn't meet Coach Mickler, and but talking to the alumni who've played for him, the alumni who've coached with him, it's just uh when you mention Coach Mickler, it's just like their eyes light up with um with great um with with great pride about what he was able to do and what they were able to do for him and with him as their coach. Yeah. He, he was different now. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story. I know I'm interviewing you, but when I arrived in the summer of 76, my father, Lieutenant Colonel, we had just moved on. uh, We just moved in. We lived off base for like a month or so in temporary housing. And then we moved on the base, beautiful place. Um, But we went over to the field house. My dad took me over to the high school when it was across the flight line. We walked in, and I had kind of long hair at the time, like Sam Oakland, by the way, in a way, except he's a much more handsome dude. And I remember walking in the door, and Jimmy Turnbull had known my last name because he, his brother, coached at Roosevelt. So my older brother had played wide receiver there. And uh, Coach Mickler looked at me like, you know, they were ranked in the top 10, not a surprise. And he basically told Coach Turnbow, hey, put him in the locker between the varsity and the JV. Now, I was a senior, so I can't play JV, and I knew I was better than that. Nothing wrong with that. And they put me in that middle locker, and that I'm telling you, you want to talk about how that fired me up. And it didn't take long for me. Not that I had a huge impact in that program. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, that's the kind of guy he was. He knew kind of how to just maybe just prick you a little bit, right? To to kind of have you uh, inspire you or challenge you. How much of that do you do? Well, yeah, to knowing the the differences between your players is definitely a different time than back in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> uh, but knowing knowing your your type of kids you have and the personalities of each kid, knowing when you can when they need a, a pat on the shoulder or a smack on the butt, kind of you know um, that's really important for us and our staff. And I think our staff does a great job of kind of knowing how and when to motivate guys in certain ways. All right, so you're eight and zero. You have Cole coming up. The, the series rivalry, 44 wins for Randolph, the Rohawks, 13 for Cole and a couple of ties. And I was a part of the tie that I'll never forget in 1976. It was 0-0, which you can't have anymore. What does this rivalry mean to you, Elliot, and the Rohawks program? Oh, it, it means a great deal. It just, uh, for our football program, we really we really strive to, hey, every senior class should graduate with four wins. That is That is the goal every year. And then our goal is, you know, not to be harsh, but it's to make sure that Cole seniors graduate with four losses. That is as, as uh, much of a goal as uh, when it comes to this rivalry as possible, because we just know that the, the standard that was set before us, you know, I know coach Gendron, who is on our staff, he was part of that first game that 
the Rohawks lost and uh, listening to the alumni when that first when there was that first tie and that first loss is was uh, just devastating. And knowing when I was in school, we actually lost to Cole. We went three rounds deep in the playoffs, but that one uh, Cole loss still sits sits with me, knowing that we you know we lost in overtime ten to seven when we when we felt like we had a great team. It does appear as if they've kind of gone. Uh, they're they're a nice little groove. They've won a couple of games to kind of turn them around and in that district. So uh, what do you see? What are they doing perhaps better or differently than when they got off to a tough start? Oh, they have tremendous athletes over there. They got uh, the twins are just two, uh, two great football players. I know uh, um, Kenny, he's coming back from injury, but since he's been back, he's been, he's been a dynamic playmaker and they just, they just have dynamic playmakers everywhere. And they're doing a great job of, of getting them the ball in different areas of the field and then defensively they are fast and they they fly to the football so they're doing a really good job over there um at Cole so they've really uh, stepped their game up and they're they're having a really good year you've had three you, I'm sorry go ahead no I just said they're they're on the they're on the up and up they have a they have a chance as far as we're concerned this could be for the district championship because they have one loss we don't have a district loss yet so that's what we're looking at it like you have exploded for uh, three, 44, 61, 51 points in some of your non-district games. But for the most part, it's like 21-7. Uh, it's 24-7, uh, 14-6, 21-14. So you're playing games where everything matters almost to the very end. How has your team, obviously they've won, how have they been able to handle the tight moments so far this year in your opinion? I think just uh, going back to what we've been saying since the beginning, winning every rep one play at a time, um, uh, just making sure we trust in each other and trust in our schemes and our coaches and making sure that we're doing everything we can one play at a time. I just think that, um, you know, sometimes we get in our own way offensively, but our defense has been able to, you know, carry us. And that's kind of the way we've uh uh, focused our team is that our defense is going to carry us to to victories. Uh, Elliot Ortiz, uh, head coach at Universal City Randolph, the Rohawks with us on 365 Sports in the high school scoreboard and also statewide podcast. So um, the intensity, uh, you've been in big games, you played in that game. Is it more intense or is it more, I don't know, I don't like that word pressure because that's kind of what you put on yourself to be the head coach in this game or to be a player in this game? Well, I think that uh, that the head coach positions are so, so different. You know, uh, you're in charge of so much more than just yourself. Right. As a player, you can kind of focus. I just need to make sure I do my job. And and uh, if I do my job the best we can and we all do that, then we'll be successful as the head coach. You're trying to help put everyone in the best position to do that job. So it's a it's a little different. Um, but the intensity and the focus is has always been there uh, for this game, regardless of player, coach, assistant coach, um, ball boy. It's uh, it just all means something. When Pete West retired and I played with him, as I mentioned, and you were on his staff and you were the one that they decided was going to carry on the tradition of Randolph Rohawks football. What did that mean to you? Oh, it means, it means a lot. I am a, a Rohawk born and bred. I've been, uh, I, I moved to, so we were stationed in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then my dad got orders to uh, Randolph and in, in fifth grade um, in uh, 1998. And I have been a Rohawk ever since I went to Texas state. And as soon as I could, I, I worked one year in Yorktown and I came back to work on coach West staff uh, after that. And I've tried, I've been a Rohawk ever since. And my goal has always been to, uh, make this program as successful as I remember it being when I was in school and, uh, and the, in the Mickler years as well, just making sure we keep holding that standard. All right. So one more thing, Elliot, uh, there's army Navy and air force and air force right now ranked in the top 25 in college football. They're playing in Annapolis, the Naval Academy, and of course, West point with the U S army and, and West point up in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, the, the tradition, there is the, um, Obviously, the rivalry, the intensity, but what about the sportsmanship between these two schools and the fact that there's a mixture of so many different type of people and families on bases that people that have never lived in a military base or on one quite understand? 
Well, I just think that the shared experience that our guys have with theirs, you know, uh, I remember I can remember back in high school, we would all go to the JV game the day before and we would hang out with those Cole guys and talk with them. And and it was on a like a, a personal level. Yeah, we're rivals. But at the same time, hey, we kind of know the deal that both of us are going through and uh, and kind of understand the different circumstances that we experience. And I just think that the respect that Cole has for Randolph, because um, it is a, it are they are two unique schools and two very excellent schools and school districts that the sportsmanship and the respect that we have for each other is unrivaled. All right, uh, I, I love what you're doing. I appreciate you. Obviously, want to see that win tomorrow night uh, on Friday night, excuse me, uh, against uh, Cole. But Elliot, are proud of what you've done. Randolph won four straight in this series after that massive start. And then Cole, back and forth, as you mentioned, you experienced that uh, in a loss when you were playing there. Good luck. What an incredible atmosphere. And God bless all the players and the families that are a part of both Fort Sam Houston and also Randolph Air Force Base. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Elliot Ortiz, head football coach of my alma mater, and I love Rohawks football. And we're back with more, including troop head football coach Sam Wells. This is Smokey.com and the High School Football Statewide Podcast. Peter's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat in Longview has the largest new Jeep selection in East Texas, like the Jeep Wrangler 4XE, with fuel economy of 49 miles per gallon and 375 horsepower. And the Jeep Gladiator Sport is 6.9% for 72 months, or 10% below MSRP. And shop new Wrangler Gladiator and the Jeep Grand Cherokee during the Jeep Adventure Days event. And check out the only exclusive Jeep showroom in East Texas at Peter's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat, online at peterschryslerjeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine, Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine, Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. I have known troop football coach Sam Wells for quite some time, and he has been around when it comes to East Texas. Uh, Frankston, Elkhart, and now Troop. He's been an assistant coach at both Troop and Frankston. Elysian Fields, part of a state championship game in Palestine, where Adrian Peterson, of course, went to high school in Del Valley as well. He joins us now. He's a Cayuga High School graduate and Sam Houston State Bearcat. Sam, thanks for your time. You've had a great run. Uh, you're putting up huge numbers. I get the Player of the Week nominations, your stats every single week. Um, this team kind of – is this one that's just peaked at just the right time with this team, who you were and who you are now? 
Well, I think, you know, obviously we're playing really well. Um, you know, we've got, uh, we've got a ton of seniors, uh, with a lot of experience. Um, our, uh, four of our seniors have been, been, uh, been starters since they were freshmen at one point or another freshman year and the majority have started since they were sophomores. And so, uh, obviously that a lot of time they've played a lot of games, a lot of playoff games. And so, uh, you know, we kind of expected that, uh, you know, we can have a chance to be uh, to be a pretty good football team. You know, everyone wants, what have you done for me lately? And right now that's great. But when you start and you were so young back when these seniors were freshmen, and I think you mentioned four of them have played since they were freshmen or maybe even started quite a bit, and 14 have played as a lot, a lot of football since they were sophomores. What is that like? Winning now and yet understanding, I, I don't know, uh, the word process or knowing in the end, this is what you need to do. Play younger players so when they have the opportunity, you'll be better. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, this group of seniors, you know, when I when I came to Troop, they were starting seventh grade football. And, you know, you never know how it's going to kind of turn out. But it was a pretty special group uh, when they were in junior high. And, uh, you know, Obviously, we've had we've had some some good teams here at Troop uh, since I've been here, and so uh, when they were became freshmen, um, some of them had the opportunity to play on on some pretty good teams early. They were just uh, they were really good players, and they were ready uh, physically and mentally, and so uh, you know they're able to get in there, and so they they've been fortunate to be. Uh, through their high school career to to be in the playoffs every year and to, and to win some playoff games and so um, you know it's uh it, it is a good process to go through and and these kids are fortunate in the fact they've had some kids older than them that are that were good players too and they've been on some good teams and so uh, you know it's just been building and uh, and so you know hopefully we can keep this thing rolling. Your quarterback Aaron has pl played very well, put up huge numbers. I know that you have Colby Turner. Uh, who's really good. Uh, a lot of attention to Trey Davis, and I, I see a lot of, uh, I guess, social media posts about what he does. He's got, he's had offers from everywhere. He's going to play college football. Uh, is he committed to Washington State? Is he going to visit Kansas State? What's his status right now? Well, he's committed to Washington State, uh, and so we're excited about that for him. Um, and then Kobe. Uh, Turner, our tight ends, committed to Sam Houston, which I'm pretty fired up about that personally. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, you know, um, of course, she said, you know, uh, a quarterback, Heron, Grayson Heron, he's, uh, you know, he's been a starter since he's a sophomore. And you know, obviously he's had a great career. And uh, just, you know, you can just tell his experience level on Friday nights, you know, he's completing 75% of his passes or so somewhere in that range. And you know, thrown for a gazillion yards and, you know, lots of touchdown passes. And, you know, obviously uh, Trey's right at a, almost a thousand yards receiving, but mm -hmm. you know, fortunately we've got some other really good receivers too and people to get the ball to and spread it out. And so, you know, obviously rightfully so a lot of attention's on Trey and he's an incredible player and a great teammate. And, uh, you know, but you know, luckily we've got some, some other kids too to throw the ball to. And so it's, uh, you know, Coach Blackman, our offensive coordinator does – a tremendous job of spreading the ball around uh, to all our playmakers. And, um, and so uh, it's a lot of fun. West Rusk is five and two. I know who they've lost to. And one of them was Tatum. One of them was Malakoff. We know how unbelievable Jamie Driscoll and Malakoff have been. And also what Keeling's doing at Tatum. So their record five and two, but that's, those are two really good teams. You've played good teams too. How good is West Rusk in your opinion? West West is a very good football team. Obviously, it's the best team we've played this year. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's going to be – this is what a district championship is supposed to be about right here. And so, you know, this doesn't win it for you, but it certainly puts you in the position to win it. And so uh, it's uh, it's an exciting week, and um, this is uh, this is kind of, you know, what we'd hoped that would happen uh, at this point in the season. And so – uh, we've got a, a great opportunity ahead and against a very well coached, very good football team. And their, their record is, and although five and two, it's deceiving because they're, they're really good. And they lost early, uh, to a Malakoff team. That's obviously, you know, one of the top teams in the state of Texas every year in division one. And, uh, and they lost to a very good Tatum team. And, uh, the first game against Malakoff, they were, well, they had a lot of different guys, new guys, uh, playing different spots that they hadn't played before. And so, 
because uh, they lost a big group last year, but they are playing really, really well, and they've gotten way better every week. And so uh, they've they've really played good football. Uh, you've had at Troop, and I know this is your second year as a head coach there, but you've had the, the team, I think, in 2007 played for the state championship. Was it? No, 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 no. I'm going back too far. Um, 2004 with Andy Griffin played Crawford yes. for a state championship. The 79 team has always been one that people have looked back on as well. How much does that, the troop has won before, uh, help now when you start to make a run like this? Oh yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can go back to the history of uh of the troop program uh coach eastman just walked in my door huh. right here as a matter of fact tell him i uh, said hi go david smoke says hi john hi, smoke. what's up john <laughs> <laughs> and so uh anyway he's uh you know but with coach eastman being here during that time during the old four time when they played for it and you know we can always look back and 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 you know our kids know that's been done before here and so you know it's always nice to uh, to be able to look back at that, and uh, it's not like that we're we're starting from scratch by any means. You know, it's the foundation's been laid at Troop for a long time, and there's been a lot of good players to come through here, and a lot of good coaches, and uh, you know, a good football tradition. And so, uh, just excited about uh, excited about being here, excited about where we are right now. How much does it help to have a Shane Jasper Jr. in the lineage of what his father did, and also played at A and M, and who he is? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome to have uh, uh, Shane as a player, obviously, and of course the Jasper family yep. has uh, has been a tremendous one at Troop. And in fact, Shane's dad, Shane Senior, and Shane, his dad actually was the one who played at UCLA. That's right. And, uh, uh, Edward played at A and M. Yeah, A and M. And uh, so Shane, Shane's dad's actually the president of our, our school board uh, too here at Troop, and so that's pretty <laughs> cool. So, uh, we got a lot of support there, and. Um, but uh, obviously, it's it's cool, and Shane's a really good player, and so um, you know we're uh, we're glad to have him. All right, so last year six and five lost. I think it was Hooks in the opening round, and and, and obviously they're good too. How much did the off season? How much was that loss? How much did it fuel everything during the off season back to twenty twenty three? Yeah, definitely. You know, anytime that you know, obviously Hooks is a very good football team. Uh, they are. Uh, and rightfully so, they're ranked really high. Uh, I think they're just ranked ahead of us, and they're having a tremendous year as well. And but anytime you lose in the first round, uh, you got to use that as fuel. You know, that's that's it was uh, it was disappointing last year. We wanted to do a little better than we did, and it was uh, and so you know this year is the fuel that uh, you know we've got a lot of experience, and and this is where we should be. And the expectations are really high, and so we set the expectations high. And, and our kids understood that right after the season. And so, uh, you know, we've been taking care of our business one week at a time. And so, um, anyway, proud of where we are. One of the things you mentioned in the online forum that I bothered you guys to death to get, beating ARP in this 2017 uh, 2007 quarterfinal game at uh, Jack Murphy Stadium, which is a great yeah. setting. Uh, you've been, you mentioned coaching in the state championship game. ARP was who you beat, an incredible rival. I can be away from East Texas forever. And I know, I mean, you're like basically separated by a stoplight or something. Um, seven miles. <laughs> seven miles. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love the history and tradition. I was a part of a lot of that for the longest of time and still try to be. Um, so the emotional game against ARP, but the 2007 playoff game when you beat ARP, well, you kind of take me back to that moment, if you don't mind. Well, you know, we played them. Uh, they were in our district, and uh, we beat them pretty good in the district. Uh, you know, a game I think it's like thirty-four-seven or thirty-five-seven or whatever it was. And anyway, lo and behold, our got a lot better. We kind of stayed pretty steady and consistent, and and how we were playing. And uh, anyway, we we kind of thought that. Arp, the way the brackets worked out, might get back, and we thought we had a good chance to get to the quarterfinal game, and lo and behold, it was. And so it was a slugfest um, all night long, and uh, you know it was uh, it was tied up, and I really thought we were going to overtime at the time, and you know we didn't. Our our kicking game wasn't great, and they had a pretty good kicker, and so I was really concerned <laughs> about uh, about that part of overtime because neither team was really moving the ball very much, and. Um, Anyway, uh, lo and behold, uh, Tim Curry hail uh, hail married that sucker to Micah Smith, and uh -huh. uh, 
And yeah, man, you you had I listened to it every once in a while when you called the game. <laughs> and so it was uh it was unbelievable. It still gives me chill bumps just talking about it. Well, so, I, yeah, that that the, the Hail Mary. I, I mean and and you saw we saw some of those in college over the weekend. You mentioned beating uh Washcomb in double or in overtime in the playoffs in 18, but the one in between that, you beat number one ranked Cayuga when they had that great run with Traylon Shedd and uh, uh, Malcolm Kennedy, and and then you beat them yeah. in the opening game of the year in 2009. What was that like? That was incredible. You know, uh, you know, we just had we had a good group of kids at Frankston at that time, and um, you know, obviously Cayuga was unbelievable uh, with all the talent they had and very well coached. And uh, what a tough chore uh, playing them the opening game, and uh, our kids were tough and found a way to found a way to get it done against a team that was Cayuga's only lost that year. And they went on 15 and one state champions. And so uh, that was uh that was a memorable, memorable game. Tommy Allison sure. was a head coach at that particular time. Last thing you've mentioned the concerns about shortage of officials. And we know that even some games have been moved to different days to have enough yeah. officiating and it's already a tough job. And then even teacher shortage because of pay and all yeah. whatever else can we ever get through all the minutia of politics and get that fixed? Well, I hope so. You know, I think, uh, you know, one of the things we have to do as coaches in our communities and our schools is encourage kids to, to get into officiating, you know, and that, that certainly will help uh, get kids that maybe aren't going to play in college or, or whatever that really love uh, football, basketball, whatever, baseball to get involved and make some extra money. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think if we can uh, get a lot of our kids from every school in Texas to 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 jump into officiating, that sure will help. But uh, you know, I think uh, it's obviously it's a major problem right now, and and rightfully so. You know, um, it's uh, it's a tough job for officials, and uh, there's you don't make much money, and uh, and and sometimes the uh, the atmosphere is not real great for them, and so uh, you know, and so I don't blame people forgetting out and what's happening now I think is you know around here is that we are some of our officials are starting to retire and and there's not enough to replace them and so uh, we've got to do a good job as coaches on our campuses of getting high school kids involved uh, in officiating and so uh, the more we can do with that I think uh, that certainly will help it's not definitely not the answer uh, 100% but it certainly will help Tell John Eastman again, I said hello, everyone at Troop as well, and, and uh, Sam Wells, the head coach at Troop. 8-0, and West Rusk is up next. And, uh, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Good yeah. luck. Always good to talk to you. Sam Wells, head football coach at Troop on the 365 Sports Smokey.com High School Football Statewide Podcast. Peter's Ram in Longview is the number one Ram truck dealer in East Texas. Don't miss the biggest deal in Texas. The Ram Half-Ton Lone Star. 2.9% for 72 months or get a $9,000 discount. Ram Heavy Duty Trucks. The largest selection this year. And Ram Commercial and Fleet Units are in stock and ready to go to work. The largest selection of new Ram vehicles at Peter's Ram during the Ram Power Days. Online at peterschryslerjeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
Baylor Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. So thanks again today to Sam Wells at Troop High School and also uh, Elliot Ortiz uh, of Universal City Randolph for their time and good luck to them coming up this week. We have the Pick'em Contest. There's sometimes as many as 30, 28, 33 games that I put up on my website, Smokey.com. Here is the Week 8 winner, Deborah Harwood out of Port Arthur. If you look at the cities of people who have won the Pick'em Contest from Longview, Carthage, Livingston, Omaha, that's where Paul Pewitt High School is. West, just north of Waco. Austin, San Augustine in the deep East Texas area. And Port Arthur, that was the winner. Deborah Harwood was 25-4 and four last week. Here are the games we focus, at least the elite games for this week. Brock and Paradise. Brock is 4-3, and three, but that record is deceiving because of their non-district schedule. They're still a nine-point pick to beat Paradise, who was 8-0. China Spring off that exhilarating win against uh, uh, La Vega in this district in 5-4, uh, what is it, uh, District 5-4A. Uh, this one here might decide the district title, although there's others that have, uh, well, La Vega's still not out of it either, but that one right there, China Spring is a, uh, a Thursday night game, by the way, at Tarleton State University Stadium, a slight pick against Stephenville. Honeygrove, 6-0, putting up huge numbers, and Cooper, Six and one. Honeygrove's the pick. Everybody on the left-hand side is the team that's favored this week. It's not always that way. Silsby, we just mentioned Raylan Miller's decommitment from AM. Silsby unbeaten against 8-0 unbeaten Hampshire Finette. Salina and Dallas Carter. Dallas Carter, nice little uptick this year. Salina, the pick by 10. Franklin, I mentioned Franklin in that great story involving uh, their running back, Fulton. 13-point uh, pick against Lorena, who we featured last week with Kevin Johnson, and they just beat Rockdale. So that's a nice game. Carthage in center. This one could have a lot of points, but Carthage, of course, has a defense that just like, like, just like a vice uh, and, and they're, of course, unbeaten right now. And Coach Surratt trying to get to that, what, would be 10th state title if that, in fact, works out. Chilton, Benny Hewitt unbeaten against Granger. Jasper and West Orange Stark. Seems like we have West Orange Stark, Jasper, or Silsby almost every week when they play each other. Decatur, Coach Hoffa was at College Station, has uh, tried to get that thing back turned around. They're pretty good. But their record this year, 4-4 four and four against 5-2, and two, the Porcupines of Springtown. Grandview and West in a pick'em game. Coach Ebner, Coach Woodard ought to be fun. East Bernard and bowling. That's also a game in uh, District 14-3A. Then there's the game we featured a moment ago, Troop and Sam Wells against West Rusk and the Raiders and Rafe Mata, and then also Brownwood and Estacado, one of the games. You can go to my website, Smokey.com, pick your winners, and then a chance to win a $25 gift certificate from Bubba's 33 off 35 in Waco. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to you. Click like and subscribe if you can. Thank you, of course, Garrett Ross and also Jack McKenzie. I'm David Smoke. Have a great and enjoyable week number nine of the Texas high school football season. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33.